0: Hi you guys, it's Neeloo. Welcome back to Order and Chaos. This episode is going to be a little bit of life updates and then we're also going to be talking about starting over at 30, especially if you're not where you think you should be or where you want to be. But before we get into it, I just want to remind you guys to subscribe and follow the podcast if you're listening on Apple or Spotify and don't forget to leave a review. It'll mean the world to me. This episode is going to be a little bit of some life updates, and also just talking about starting over at 30, especially if you're not where you think you're supposed to be at 30 or if you're not where you want to be at 30. We're going to get into all that, okay? But just some quick little updates. I know I've mentioned this on some other episodes, but I have started the egg freezing process. I started it back in fall, I guess, technically, just as far as like exams, testing, appointments, all that stuff, but tomorrow, so I guess actually Technically, by the time this episode goes out, I've already had my first appointment. In that appointment, I'm gonna go over the injections that I have to do. And so I basically start those next week. So for two weeks, I'll give myself injections and then I'll have the retrieval. I think there's some other medication I have to take too. It feels a lot more real now. I'm like, oh shit, I'm really doing this. I'm gonna try and vlog everything and document it, and then I'll do an episode. I'll try and post updates on TikTok maybe i'll post some things on my instagram story but like I'm, i just like don't post on my instagram stories as much as i used to and i feel like i should get back into that but there's just times where i'm like does anyone really care about this but then i'm like no you need to post more but whatever but i will say i feel like this whole process with the egg freezing has definitely given me a little bit of relief especially as a single 30 year old okay who doesn't really have her shit figured out which honestly i think that's gonna be the theme of today's episode turning 30 and starting over But yeah, just this process of freezing my eggs has taken off some of the pressure of needing to find my person or worrying about my biological clock and just, you know, that whole thing. I think I also just have a little bit of relief knowing where my hormone and fertility levels are at and knowing that those are in a good place so that if I meet someone, who knows, in the next like two years and then we want to have kids, like I know everything's working down there. Whereas... A lot of people don't get tested and don't know their levels and then when they try to have kids they realize that they have issues and that's probably a lot harder. I think just getting tested regardless if you're going to freeze your eggs is just good because then you at least know what you need to plan and prepare for if for some reason your levels aren't normal or whatever the case may be. But I think the other thing is I am just not willing to settle for a life or a guy that is not right for me. I have a very clear vision of what I want and i feel like this has taken off the pressure of needing to find that right away i'm not afraid of missing the window of having kids so i just don't feel like i need to worry about that up until recently i was never someone who really like dreamed of a big wedding or anything crazy like that i was open to the idea of marriage but i it wasn't something that i was like i need to get married i need to find my husband that was never something that was like on my mind a lot i think i had a lot of friends who really did dream about that and. That was something that was very important to them. For me, it was just, it was not my main priority. Now that I've gotten a little bit older, I will say I definitely know that I eventually want to have kids and a partner, but I'm not really in a rush to have that process. Like I have a very specific idea of what I want this life to look like and I'm just really not willing to settle. I think a lot of people, you hear a lot of people say that, but I think for me, it's that I've seen relationships that I don't want to be in, not necessarily with myself, but just people close to me, where I'm like, I don't want to end up like that. And so I would rather take my time and take it slow and find someone who's really, really right for me than get into something that is going to be maybe toxic or harmful or just not what I want it to be. I think the other hard part about being someone who has been single for a very long time now, it's been... We're going on i want to say five years i've been single for five years obviously i've had like flings and i've dated people but it hasn't been super serious or honestly i don't think anything longer than like three or four months but i think now it's made it hard to bring someone into my life and accommodate for someone else because i just genuinely enjoy being alone so if you're not adding to that then i just don't really care to have it in my life it just it makes it a lot harder because I just know what I'm looking for and then there's times where I'm like okay am I being too picky <laughs> which I'm like no you're fine just it'll happen when it happens. At the end of last year I was dating someone who ended up just being honestly like terrible but I think in the beginning obviously they're always like really good and sweet and he did all the things and then slowly I started to kind of see this other side of him in some of his Flaws, which of course everyone's gonna have flaws. No one's gonna be perfect. I think the biggest the biggest thing I realized was like when we were together, I still felt alone. We would be together and I still felt empty. And I was like, Well, what's the point of this? I would rather just be alone then. Why am I with someone who's making me feel so empty? I think it was hard because at first they did check off a lot of boxes, and then I think I slowly started to see qualities that were really unattractive to me. And I sometimes will kind of linger in things longer than I need to and it ends up sabotaging me and I feel like that kind of happened and so that last situationship whatever you want to call it was definitely an eye awakening for me because I was like okay ne- never again this time it was different I don't know how to explain it but like I just there was something in me that like really clicked that I hadn't really felt before with people that may have been toxic or that i shouldn't be with and with him i had this moment where i realized like i was starting to accommodate for all of their issues and their flaws but when it came to me i had no room for error like it just became toxic in the sense that i was always like nervous of how they would react and i just remember thinking like oh my god if i end up with this person i'm going to be miserable like my life will be miserable. And I've seen relationships like this before and I need to break this cycle and this pattern because I don't want to end up at forty, fifty, sixty, or seventy, whatever age, with someone like this still. Or I don't know, I guess divorced before that. And I remember one night I was at his apartment. He was in a mood. I went to the bathroom because I didn't want to make any type of reaction in front of him. I always tried to like pretend things were fine. I just remember I went to the bathroom and I looked myself in the mirror and I just had like tears like starting to form in my eyes and just thinking to myself literally looking myself in the eye and being like you need to get out of this you need to walk away from him because you will be miserable you are always going to feel this way around him and like I thought I really liked him but then when I started to think about it I was like what do I actually like about him there's a lot of qualities in him that I actually despise so what am I doing here And then that night, he ended up doing something that like finally crossed the line for me and I broke a boundary with myself and it was just immediately after that, I was like, I need to be done. And I think that's hard because you want to see someone's potential and you want to see the good in them and you want to see this version of who they could be, but if they're not showing up as that person now, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no, we're not, we're not waiting for their potential. We don't even know if they're going to end up there and then you're just going to have this period where you're miserable trying to put up with their shit I feel like I wanted to stick around and try and make it work but I just I think deep down I kind of knew I was never gonna be able to rely on this person and that they had so much to work on and I can't be the person that they're gonna take it out on I I won't do it and that was like I remember just being like I'm not doing this again I've said it before like we have to set boundaries and we have to keep our standards a certain level and I broke a lot of those things for this guy and now I look back and I'm like what the fuck was wrong with me and then after him I met someone who was the complete opposite sweetest person ever and just showed me how I deserve to be treated and it was such a wake-up call and I was like oh okay like this this is actually the treatment I deserve but it sucks like I mean it really affected me for a while but it also made me realize like I do not want that I don't want to ever be in that position again and I will not settle for that I don't want to settle for a life that I don't deserve I've gone through way too much I've put in so much work in myself that it's like I'm not going to throw it away for someone who is going to take me back to my old habits and patterns I can't do it anymore but I do dream of finding my person and I just have no idea when it's going to happen like I've kind of what's that phrase let go and let god that's where I'm at like I'm just letting things happen as they will and I'm trying to just take the pressure off myself and just like fuck all these societal norms and timelines which honestly I've always kind of been that person where when I look back to my younger self I, I never understood this concept of getting married having kids at such a young age in your 20s I didn't understand why people were in such a rush to do that I felt like there was just so much of life that I was wanting to live and all these things I wanted to do and all these things I wanted to do independently and experience to figure out who I was before I like brought someone else into my life and I just feel like doing that in your 20s didn't make sense for me because it's such a pivotal time in your life to really explore and understand yourself like there's so much going on from your early 20s to your late 20s so I never really understood those timelines and it just never clicked for me. I think I always knew that I was going to be someone who would do all of those things later in life, but I will say I didn't really think 30 was going to look like this, but when I take a step back and I look at my life, I'm like, okay, you have done a lot of things. You've at least tried everything that you wanted to do you've traveled a lot you've met a lot of amazing people like my younger self this was what I always dreamed of but in some weird way it doesn't feel enough at times or it doesn't feel like I'm there yet and it's like in those moments I just have to take a step back and do a gratitude practice and be like okay actually you have a lot of things that you've accomplished and you need to be grateful for and you live a really beautiful life even if you feel like there's more things you want to do great you can still do those things but still appreciate what you've done so far and that's the biggest thing is trying to not take things for granted ever and still appreciating and being grateful for all these amazing moments and not getting lost in this idea of doing more the next thing the next thing so anyway all that to say it is hard being single and 30 and wondering when it's gonna happen but i will say i think right now i look at people my age married with kids and all those things and i don't think i'm fully at a place in my life where i would want that right now maybe in the next i think three to five years but i don't even like giving myself these like made up timelines like i don't i have no idea what's gonna happen in the next month but in my head i'm thinking i think i'll be ready in three to five years i don't fucking know in three to five years who knows where i'll be at anyways eventually i want to be with someone i want to grow with someone i want to build with someone i want to have a true partner like when i manifest a relationship in my head i want hot healthy happy that's like the three things i want in my relationship and then i have my like checklist of what qualities i look for and stuff but my overarching things are happy hot and healthy okay like that's the type of relationship i want anyways going off of that let's talk about starting over at 30 because i saw a video of a girl talking about this and i feel it it was just this idea of wanting to start over at 30 or not feeling like you're where you're supposed to be or where you want to be at 30 and Thinking that like you're too old to start, and that can be whether it's a job, moving cities, making new friends. The one thing I realized it's truly never too late to start anything. Like, 30 is not old, okay? And think about if you were going to start something at 30, okay? In three to five years, you could reestablish yourself, build new connections, become an expert in whatever it is. Like, you could really develop a decent amount in three to five years and at that point you're still only 33 to 35. that is still young. i know a lot of like early 20 year olds will think that it's old and ancient but once you get to like 29 30 you realize like oh that's actually still really young. like you have to think of how much time you still have left in your life. let's hope i live past 60 but for example like i still have at least 30 years in my life so why am i gonna spend 30 years doing something i'm not i'm not happy with? like If you actually think about it, that three to five years of trying to rebuild yourself in something new is not that much compared to how much life you have left. And that's not to say it's not going to be uncomfortable, but that's the only way to grow. If you always stay where you're comfortable, you're not really growing. But what you also need to realize is you're not actually starting over because you have all these skills and all this experience that you've learned the last few years that are going to help you in this next chapter of your life and you can apply those things into whatever you're doing next so for example if it's a new job like whatever skills you learned at your previous job chances are you can apply some of those into this next career okay or if it's a relationship you've probably learned a lot about yourself or about dating or just being with someone and you can apply all those things into your next relationship and it's actually going to make you better so yes you might feel like you're starting over but you have built this foundation and you have the building blocks that are going to help you be more successful in this next move i also think about like you change so much from your early 20s to your late 20s your interests your passions your goals all these things a lot of us started our careers when we were right out of college and you might not really know what you're into at that age it shouldn't be weird if you want to switch careers If it was a career you made at the age of like 22 and now you're 30 and you're like uh i don't really feel the same way about this i'm not passionate about this anymore this isn't like what i want to do anymore for example i have been working in social media as a manager as a content creator as a strategist for over six years now i started when i was 24. the industry has changed a lot there's a lot of burnout and my reason for wanting to do it back then is not the same as it is now because it's also it's a completely different industry now and honestly i'm kind of at the point where i'm i'm tired of staring at screens for 15 hours a day which most jobs you're probably gonna be staring at a laptop or a computer i get that but there's times where i'm like i would just love a job where i'm like out and about or literally like working in a coffee shop or a pilates studio or something that involves like creating with my hands and so i'm kind of struggling with that where i'm like do i really just want to stare at screens and edit and all of that all day long and then part of me is like during this time when I've been doing social media strategy I've been building other brands and other people's businesses and I'm like I think I could actually launch my own product I've done it for so many brands why wouldn't I just create my own product like I have the skills and honestly spoiler alert that is kind of the direction that I'm heading in I'm in the very early stages of working on launching a product that's the goal but again this is something that's like kind of scary for me because i'm like what am i doing am i crazy is this crazy for me to think that i can do this And i obviously have doubts at times but the product itself is something i use a lot and it's something that i think can be improved and i'm really passionate about it passionate about the industry it solves a problem that i think a lot of women deal with so i am excited for it but it is scary like am i in over my head doing this can i really do this but i've worked with so many founders and seen the process that i'm like truly anyone could if you have it in you if you have the motivation and you put the work in like anyone could do it. Yes, there's definitely challenges, but it's doable. And so why would I not create that life for myself? But I just have to take it one step at a time. But that's just another little life update. But honestly, I always knew I wanted to do a product. That's always been something on my mind. So I'm not really that surprised that I want to do this. I just, it took me a while to figure out what exactly it was going to be. But going off of that, another thing that I think people get worried especially when they are in their 30s is moving to a new city or making new friends like that can be a very scary thing just because it's like if you've lived in a city for so long you probably have your places you probably have like a core group of friends or whatever it is but if you are feeling like you need to change something up moving to a new city can be so fun and you just never know who you're going to meet what opportunities are going to come your way for me right now this is another like life update spoiler alert i am most likely moving i haven't figured out all the details yet i love my apartment i love my roommates i live right on the beach in marina del rey and it's literally it's been unreal to be able to wake up walk onto sand see the ocean go in the ocean I have beautiful walking paths near me it's a very safe area I love my area but I just think I need a little bit of a change from LA and I've been feeling that way for a little bit I'm kind of here's kind of where I'm what I'm thinking so I have been feeling drawn to going to Bali for a while now even if it's just like a two to four week thing go for a retreat and I think that would be kind of my in-between so before I like commit to a new place I would Travel for that time period. And then let me back up actually. First, I would either figure out if I'm going to sublease my place and find someone who wants to like take it over as a short term lease and keep my furniture here. Or if I just were month to month so I can just get out of my lease basically at any point, I would probably take all my stuff to storage or I would sell it. And then during that time, I would do my little travel to Bali, maybe do a little spiritual retreat. And then I think I would do Chicago. I, I just. It has been like when I, I have a very strong intuition and my gut is always right. And right now my gut is like, this is like literally what my gut's telling me to do. It's to go to Bali for a little bit, go to Chicago, spring, summer, fall, and then winter time. I would try to come back to Southern California, but I would probably go, I like being in Marina Del Rey. I like being on the coast. I would consider maybe even going somewhere closer to like San Diego so that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at don't get me wrong i love la and i got like really sad when i was like oh wait i think i'm really doing this but i just i think i just need to change something up and chicago has been calling me for a little bit and so i feel like i just want to go back there and spend some time there again also i am saying all this now but who knows if something comes up and this changes again i'm kind of one of those people that just whatever comes my way, I kind of go with it in that sense where I feel like what's meant to happen will happen versus like trying to force one thing or the other. So if some crazy opportunity comes along, then I'll go that direction. But for now, this is what, what I'm thinking. But like, I also love California. So ideally I would be by coastal in some way where I could go back and forth between Chicago and California. That would be my dream situation. So you know what? I'll manifest that. I'll manifest my product launch and i'll manifest my partner those are the things that i'm praying for in my 30s okay but yeah so if you want to move cities move cities you will make friends there's so many ways to make friends these days like the best thing about social media is the community and connection aspect to it obviously i have created facebook groups dedicated to women making new girlfriends so i feel very passionate about this but you can make some of your closest friends through the internet, through TikTok, through Instagram, through groups, whatever it is. Don't be afraid of moving somewhere where you don't know anyone. You will be able to find people that you connect with, who are in alignment, and also people that align with your goals. Like I think of my friends in my 20s. I love them dearly, but we were in such a different place at that point of our lives. And sometimes you don't always evolve together. You know what I mean? Like you don't always grow in the same speed and at the same time. And so sometimes you lose people along the way. Obviously, you have your friends that like you can go weeks and weeks without talking and then you pick things up right where they left off. And those are like your true forever friends. And then there's friends that come into your life for periods of time for a purpose and, you know, you drift apart, you grow apart and there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. But it's not impossible to make or meet new people. So don't let that hold you back from wanting to move cities or even if you're in the same city, but just wanting to make new friends that align better with who you are now. So, and then the last bucket of starting over in your 30s, we've got careers, we've got cities, friendships, and then there's relationships. If you've been in a relationship for a really long time, but it doesn't feel right anymore, or if it's not fulfilling you, it's okay to start over at 30 in the dating world, okay? I know it can be really scary, especially because tiktok is like all horror stories of like how terrible dating is these days but sometimes like i said earlier if you are feeling empty when you're with someone sometimes it is better to just be alone but to think 30 is too old to do anything is crazy i'm telling you it's young it's cool times are different it's okay and it's okay to be single in your 30s i promise you we're thriving do we have nights that we cry ourselves to sleep 100 percent. but you know what we make it work and we have fun Also, I just don't want anyone in their late 20s to think that they have to have it figured out by now. Like, I always thought when I was like 26, 27, like, oh my god, I'm so old. I need to have it figured out. And I got to 30 and I was like, you're chilling. You would have been, you were fine back then. Even if you're in your 30s, your 40s, whatever age you're at, honestly, you can always try something new. Whatever it is, it's never too late. I think the biggest thing you hear from people is, I wish I would have started sooner. So just start whatever it is that's been on your mind. Just take it step by step. Like, create little tasks that you need to do to achieve that and even if it's not perfect even if you don't know what you're doing just keep going and it's okay if it's slow growth it's still growth don't give up even when it feels like it's not going anywhere Those are honestly the biggest things that I've learned and just things that I always remind myself when I feel like, what am I doing? I think one thing that like also holds us back is just the fear of the unknown. I feel like that's a reason a lot of us get stuck is because we're scared of what's on the other side because we don't know how it's going to turn out. So we kind of just stay in place instead of taking that leap and making that big change and most of the time something amazing does end up happening when you do take that leap it leads you to something so much greater and you kind of look back and you're like okay this was all meant to happen in this way so i don't know i feel like i'm starting to ramble so to close off this episode i just said i'm going to give you guys a little bit of inspo to remind you guys it's never too late to get started i just googled some people who didn't start until they were in their 30s starting with vivian westwood at age 30 she was a teacher and then quit her job as a school teacher to fully pursue fashion design tori birch was 38 when she launched her fashion label barbara walters was 34 when she appeared on the today show for the first time ariana huffington from huffington post was 55 when she launched it all right let's see who else oh vera wang she didn't design her first dress until she was 40 and let's not forget about Kris Jenner. She was 51 when the Kardashians aired and Kourtney and Kim were 27 and 28. And I mean, the first couple of years, they got like a lot of hate and it took them a while to really establish themselves. And so they were probably like in their mid thirties, but at that point, and if you guys still need a little extra motivation, go listen to Jelly Roll. I think that's his name. The country singer, his speech from winning, I think it was new artist of the year from the country music awards and that speech is very motivating because he's 39 and he won new artist of the year so definitely go listen to that i feel like it was very inspiring but yeah that's all for today's episode so thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe leave a review and i'll talk to you guys soon bye